Lekut HaSich is volume 24, the first Sicha of Bereshis, and um, a lot of details, so the Sicha is a little bit longer in the article, and uh, the title of the article is Robbers. On the very first verse of the entire Torah, Rashi quotes the question and answer of our sages. Said Rabbi Yitzchak, the Torah should not have begun except from the verse, this month is to you, which is the first commandment that the Israelites were commanded. Now, for what reason did he open with, in the beginning, Bereshis? And it goes on to answer, because of the strength of his work, he related to his people to give them the inheritance of the nations. For if the nations of the world should say to Israel, you are robbers, for you conquered by force the lands of the seven nations. They will reply, the entire earth belongs to the Holy One, blessed be he. He created it and gave it to whomever he deemed proper. When he wished, he gave it to them, and when he wished, he took it away from them and gave it to us. Now, from Rashi's meticulous wording, it was necessary to begin. For what reason did he open with? It is understood that Rashi sees the question not so much as why the Torah wrote the portions of from Bereshit in the beginning until that of this month, in as the question being, why did the Torah open with when seeming... when Seemingly, the Torah should have begin with the first commandment of the Israelites were commanded. This, that, to the, that the answer to you are robbers is specifically from this that the Torah opens with the story of Genesis. Thus, the question, why would it not have sufficed if the strength of his works he related to his people would have come after the first commandment? So too, If from the perspective of the Torah, the Torah should not have begun except from the first mitzvah, then why would the Torah change from except from this month to you is to you or from to entirely not writing the story of Genesis to yes writing it just in order to answer an accusation of the nations of the world? More so, in order to have the they will reply to the nations of the world, it would have sufficed to have passed on from generation to generation through the oral law. And we actually find it so in the Talmud. I quote to you from the Talmud in Sanhedrin. When the people of Afrikia came to judgment with the Jewish people before the Emperor Alexander of Macedon, they said to him, the land of Canaan is ours, as it is written, the land of Canaan, according to its borders. And the people of Africa went on to say, Canaan is the forefather of these people. So a sage, Gavia ben Pesisa, said to the sages, Give me permission and I will go and deliberate with them. And on another occasion, the Talmud continues, the descendants of Yishmael and the descendants of Keturah came to judgment with the Jewish people for Alexander of Macedon. They said, the land of Canaan is both ours and yours, as it is written, and these are the generations of Yishmael, son of Abraham, from Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's maidservant, born unto Abraham. And it is written, and these are the generations of Isaac, son of Abraham. Therefore, they should be divided between both of Abraham's heirs. So too, the same sage, Gavia ben Pesisa, said to the sages, Give me permission, and I will go and deliberate with them.
Now, if you look over there in the Talmud, Kaviya Pempasis' answer was one not written expressly in the, in a verse. So you see, it's okay if we just have it handed down to us in the oral law. So why does it have to be written in the written law and at the very beginning opening of the Torah? Therefore, we must say that the opening with in the beginning was not just for the nations of the world, but that it is important also for Israel themselves in their Torah. Thus, Rabbi Yitzhak brings the verse, the strength of his works he related to his people, that Israel know that by their conquering the seven nations, they are not robbers. The Explanation all of this will be understood through the mystical understanding of Rabbi Yitzchak's teaching as explained by Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Lubavitch, known as the Tzemach Tzedek. Spiritually speaking, conquering the lands of the seven nations speaks of Israel's conquering the entire world through their service to God. Meaning, when a Jew takes a piece of this world and uses it for the sake of heaven, he is thus conquering and redeeming it from being of the lands of the nations of the realm of the mundane and transforming it into service articles of holiness, objects of holiness, holiness, and even holy of holiness. Thus, the nations are demanding you are robbers, for these mundane objects belong to them. As our sages teach, and I quote to you from the Seder Eliyahu Zuta, while Jacob and Esau were still in their mother's womb, Jacob said to Esau, Esau, my brother, we are two brothers to one father, and before us there are two worlds, this world and the world to come. In the world to come, there aren't all of these traits as there are in this world, which is eating, drinking, to do business, marriage to a woman, and giving birth to children. Now, Jacob goes on and says, and if you wish to take this world, and I will take the world to come. At that moment, Esau took his portion in this world, and Jacob took his portion in the world to come. That's the end of the teaching in the Medrash. Therefore, the nations are demanding that Israel's service of conquering, which is broadening the boundaries of holiness, is robbing. And to this, the answer is, in the beginning, God created. And therefore, quoting the verse from Chronicles, from you is everything, and that therefore gave it to whoever, whomever he deemed proper when he wished, and the reason he wished to give it to the Gentiles, the Rebbe says here, is due to the sin with the tree of knowledge. Therefore, he gave it to them that before Israel's service with it, it belongs to the mundane. However, this was only in order that, continued the quote, and when he wished, he took it away from them and gave it to us, wanting us to take it from the mundane and to return it to the boundaries of holiness as it was before the sin. This then is the meaning of the Torah should not have begun except from the first commandment that the Israelites were commanded, being that one, God's Torah is higher than God's work of creation, and two, so too the service of Torah and mitzvot is higher than the service of works of creation, the service of conquering. As we see this practically within the person doing the service. When the Jew is occupied with Torah study and mitzvah observance, he is immersed in holiness above worldly matters. While when he is occupied with his own permissible occupation, even when he is doing so for the sake of heaven and in order to know him, know God, nevertheless, he is immersed in his own doing and in his ways attached to his personal desires.
However, with this, the question of, and for what reason does it open with in the beginning, becomes all the stronger. Yes, the Torah needs to tell us of the service of conquering the nations. However, with the service of Torah mitzvahs being the higher service, the Torah should not have begun except from the first commandment that the Israelites were commanded. So the answer is that obey the service of Torah mitzvah is a higher level than the service of conquering. Nevertheless, the ultimate purpose of creation is that, I quote you from Tanya, who quotes from the Medrash Tanchuma, the Holy One, blessed be He, desired to have an abode in the lower realms, which means, the Alter Rebbe explains, quote, there is no lower than it in terms of the concealment of His light. And this is fulfilled more in one's own permissible mundane, there is none lower than it, service of conquering, than even in the service of Torah mitzvot, the realm of holiness. Thus, this is the reason why the Torah begins for the Jewish people within, with the works of creation, letting us know that this service, albeit the lower level of service, is the priority service, fulfilling God's desire. Deeper yet... The issue here is still not so smooth, being that we explain the reason for the Torah's beginning with in the beginning, it is because only then are the nations of the world answered concerning their demands of you are robbers. And now we are saying that it is to teach us the priority of the service of conquering the mundane even over the higher service of Torah mitzvot. So to understand this, in the service of conquering and broadening the boundaries of holiness, there are two categories. Number one, the realm of the permissible madame, of the husk of, someone trans- of somewhat transparency to the light, in which there is the reachable spark of God. And we use this realm, we use this realm for our all you're doing for the sake of heaven and in all your ways know him. And needless to say, for Torah mitzvot. Then there's a second category, the realm of the other side, the three husks of impurity, of the husk of absolute opaqueness, in which there is no goodness at all. Nevertheless, even within this realm, there is a spark of God, for ultimately everything must receive life from holiness. Only that in this realm, the spark of God is utterly hidden within it. Hence, in general, this realm is of the forbidden and cannot be conquered into Holiness. Nevertheless, even this realm is, in case of an exception to the rule, conquered into holiness through the higher teshuva performed with love. In which, I quote you from the Talmud Tractic Yuma, great is repentance as one's intentional sins are counted for him as merits, as it is stated from Ezekiel. And when the wicked turns from his wickedness and does that which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. Thereby meaning by his very wickedness which is now turned into lawful and right. So, the nation's primary demand of you are robbers is concerning the latter realm. For concerning the realm of the other side, they seemingly are in the right, being that a Jew who behaves appropriately never deals with this realm, for the Torah directs us, turn away from evil rather than to elevate evil. Therefore, the Torah needs to begin with the works of creation, 
For were it to start with the first commandment that the Israelites were commanded, this would then mean that the conquering of great is repentance as one's intentional sins are counted from as merits would categorically be robbing from the nations. In other words, on the one hand, the potential and the legitimacy of transforming intentional sins into merits cannot come from the Torah, but only from God himself, who from you is all, even the other side. Hence, through Teshuvah, returning to God himself, the essence connection between the Jew and God can be conquered and made holy. However, on the other hand, being that the verse says, and Torah is light, thus everything, even that which is above and beyond Torah, such as Teshuvah, must be brought to us through the Torah. And hence, this needs to be A, written in the Torah, and B, the Torah must begin with this. More more specifically, for conquering of the permissible, it is enough to be just... to be just written anywhere in the Torah. For Torah allows this service, while for conquering the other side of Torah, which in its the other side, that, again, oh, the Torah must begin with this. More specifically, for the conquering of the permissible, it is enough to be just written anywhere in the Torah. For Torah allows this service, while for conquering the other side, the Torah, which in itself does not allow for this, needs to begin with this before the laws of Torah are set to forbid it. Now, this is the deeper mystical meaning to the statement of Rabbi Yitzchak. I quote, for what reason did he open with in the beginning? Because of the strength of his works he related to his people to give them the inheritance of the nations. Now, mystically, to his people, to the children of Israel, he related, means is drawn, the strength and spark of God that there is within all of his works. Being that, I quote to you the Zohar, for Israel and God are all one. Even more than Torah and God is one. For, I I quote you from the teaching of Bereshit Rabbah, Israel precedes the Torah. Therefore, Israel was given the strength of God, the strength of his works he related to his people, above and beyond Torah to do Teshuvah, which transforms intentional sins into merits. However, just like the service of mankind must be in an orderly fashion, so too is service of Teshuvah. Thus, first once Teshuvah from sin is of the mindset that he must detach himself from evil, is, from evil, and thus conquering evil feels like robbing. Then comes the higher Teshuvah of the verse in Ecclesiastics, and the spirit returns, Teshuv, to God who gave it, in which it is apparent from that from you is all. And the only reason for this realm descending into being land of seven nations is for our service conquering for God. And hence, it is not robbing. Even more so, through this it is revealed that, I quote you from Maimonides, at the place where returnees stand, even the complete righteous can stand. And also that, I quote you from the Zohar, Moshiach is coming to bring Teshuvah to the righteous.